Hello, and welcome to a new episode of From the Honeycomb, a podcast that creates a spark of positive energy. Here we discuss all things architecture and design, to travel, exploring Vastu Shastra with a modern approach, and I connect with other like-minded women to share their story. I am your host, Katerina Burenova, and welcome to From the Honeycomb. And today I am joined just by myself, actually. This will be a nice little solo episode. I just want to kind of catch up with you guys and share with you something that has been a lot on my mind lately. And that is the fear of the future and of the unknown. Recently, a lot of things have happened in my life, and I'll share those later on in the episode, that have really made me question about, you know, I wish I could see into the future. Are these things going to turn out okay? Can I worry less right now in the present moment? Or do I need to be worried about what's could possibly happen. These are conversations Jesse and I have been having a lot, and so I kind of wanted to come on the podcast to share with you my thoughts, my insight. If you may be feeling the same way, maybe there's something coming up or you're not sure what the outcome is going to be, how can you be more present in the moment and not worry so much about whatever the future may bring? As we begin every episode, as you know, we like to take a moment to ground down and think of something that we are grateful for in the present moment. And since it's just you and I today, let's just take a moment to really, really ground down. So no matter what you're doing, I want you to take a big, deep breath in through the nose and then an audible exhale out. And another deep breath in through the nose. And audible exhale out. If you're not driving or doing anything that you need your eyes for, go ahead and close your eyes. Let's take one more big deep breath in. And exhale out. Okay, I feel so much better. (laughs) I had something I wanted to share that I was so grateful for with you guys, but I'm going to change it because (laughs) there was something deeper on a deeper level I wanted to talk about, but I'm going to keep the gratitude a little bit lighter because we're going to go on to a, a deeper, tougher subject soon. So what I'm really grateful for in the present moment is the ability to re-record. I think this is take number four, maybe five. I have started this episode. I have started to sit and talk with, you know, and record. And either I've just gone on some sort of tangent or I just had some Perrier, some bubble water. So then I started burping and I was like, oh my gosh, we got to take that out. So I have pressed restart and re-record probably four or five times now. And I'm very grateful for the re-record button. And yes, I could have kept it completely unfiltered, but I really wanted, maybe it was this like anxiety for me to be sitting here for the first time in this new studio space recording and sharing with you, you know, I am looking at myself in the screen, which is kind of different. I don't know if I should not have that. I don't know. For some reason, I was a little anxious and just a little nervous. And actually those three deep breaths really, really helped me center and ground down and made me think of what I'm grateful for is the re-record button. Now, just got to nice, fresh restart, and I think this is the episode we're going to keep. So the fear of the unknown, the fear of what the future may bring, and that's something I really, it's been a theme, it's been something that's been really coming up in life lately, 
And, you know, the on a personal, personal level, the fear of the unknown, the fear of the future has been my company, right? As you know, if you are a longtime listener from the Honeycomb podcast, I started my own company earlier this year, got let go, and have officially been working for myself for the past few months. And having your own business is <laughs> a roller coaster of a ride on a daily basis. Um, it's obviously given me the flexibility of time. I absolutely love it. I don't imagine myself ever going back to an office because the ability to work whenever I need to, take on whatever tasks I need to, it's been such a luxury and I am so, so grateful for it. That's kind of what the deeper topic was going to be, the gratitude, but I don't want to talk about it in more of the episode, is there is a huge sense of fear when you own your own company. And that's something kind of wanted to talk about is... When you have your own company, obviously, and and even if you don't have your own company, you can think about your job as well, is you need your job to make money. That money you need to pay for your living, your food, your entertainment expenses, you know, of course, for the trips you want to take to see family or go see and explore beautiful parts of the world, you need some sort of income. And when you're lucky enough to own your own business, and I want to say lucky enough because it is a whole lot of work to own your own business. Just between the paperwork, the responsibility, the coordination, you need to be on top of it. You have no one telling you when something is due, what to do. I mean, you really, I mean, yeah, you you don't have a boss behind you telling you, okay, you need to get this done or, oh, you missed this. Don't forget about this. You are fully on your own. And there can kind of be a fear with that. I don't have that fear. I don't like being told what to do personally. And I love being a leader. So for me, I am thriving in this environment of having my own business, but there is the fear and it comes in, I haven't even found a pattern of when this fear comes in of, of the future. And that is, am I going to get a project next month? Am I, you know, once this project is done, am I going to be able to sign up another project? Am I going to be able to have enough income to cover at least my expenses, right? My healthcare, my insurances, my, you know, I have to pay for certain software programs, things like that. And then will I also have enough money to pay for taxes at the end of the year? And that fear around the financial aspect of it has been something that it comes in waves. There's moments where I'm like, I am killing it. This is so great. And then there's a moment where I have this doubt, this doubt of the future, this doubt of, oh my gosh, so far I've been very lucky, knock on wood, that I have signed a project up every month that I have been in business for myself. So like 100% for myself, not when I was working at my previous job. And that has taken a lot of hard work, a lot of putting myself out there. But it also puts a lot of pressure on me is I can't imagine not having a month where I don't know if I'm going to sign up a project and what will that mean. And I have a feeling that that's going to be coming up. And I don't want to be pessimistic about it, but I also want to have like a reality check of knowing that I'm not going to succeed every month. There are going to be months that I need to prepare, you know, and have money in the bank for when those projects don't come in. And so then there's that fear. And, you know, it's kept me up at night a few times. And I've had moments where I'm like, I have to talk to Jesse and I'm like, hey, you know, what are we going to do next month? What if I don't sign this project? Like, what if, and, and it's all those what ifs, what ifs, what ifs keep coming up. And there's that fear, that fear of future, of the future. And it can become so all encompassing. And one of the things that Jesse and I always tell each other about, you know, when things come up, it's like we both tell each other, no matter whatever one of us is going through, is it's going to be okay. It's going to churn out okay. It's going to be okay. 
And that makes me think of, you know, life is kind of like the roller coaster of highs and lows, ups and downs. And the fear of that future is knowing that with my business, there are going to be those moments where it's super high, where I'm right now, where I'm really succeeding. And there are going to be those low moments. And when, you know, I'm in those high moments, enjoy those high moments. And then when those low moments come, just know that we're going to, I'm going to get out of those because you have, you know, what comes down must go up or is it what comes up? What goes up must come down. Okay. Then analogy <laughs> didn't really work. But anyway, I think letting go of the fear of, oh my gosh, you know, am I going to make it next month? It's okay. As long as I know that I'm putting myself out there, that I'm working hard, that I am, you know, networking, that I am coordinating, that I am creating these relationships with contractors, with realtors, with clients, that I know that I'm doing my best, the best that I can in that moment to ensure that in the future, you know, that whatever conversation, anything kind of like an investment, right? I spent some time, you know, talking to this person and maybe I didn't get a job with them right away, but hopefully as I keep building on this relationship, maybe a job will come from it. And I think that's what has really helped me with this fear of the future of the unknown is kind of preparing. It goes back to, if you've listened to the episode I talk about this year, my word of the year is growth and how at the beginning of this year, I planted a lot of seeds, and I had to have the patience for them to grow and cultivate and become, you know, beautiful flowers in my garden, and that's that growth, and that kind of makes me think of exactly what I'm thinking about my business now, is just remember to keep planting seeds, and these seeds, regardless of what it is, are going to help in the future, and that has made my perspective of the future less fearful because I know that I am doing things now that are investments that are, you know, preparing for the future, hopefully in a good way that if I put this good energy out there, this hard work and I'm put, you know, working hard, not hustling because I, you know, that was a word a couple of years ago and I ended up burning out, not burning myself out, but I'm doing the work. That's what I was looking for. Thank you. I'm doing the work. And doing the work is so important because I feel like that's creating that foundation of securing a good future. And knowing that I'm doing the work lets me believe and lets me feel that the future isn't so scary because I'm in a way preparing for the future and preparing. Of course, there are going to be hard times. Something is going to come up. But at least I'm doing the work now to prepare for it. It's like if you knew, like, so we just had one of our first hurricanes come through California, which honestly, I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think it was even going to really hit us. But, you know, we all prepared for it. And that's kind of, and then, you know, nothing really happened, at least where I live. We had some rain. We had some wind. Nothing, you know, happened. I do know parts of California were affected greatly and there was a lot of flooding. But we all prepared. We all prepared because we knew in the future something was coming. And of course, we all wish that we, you know, it'd be amazing if anything that was happening in our life, we would be able to be, you know, be told, hey, guess what? In X amount of hours, this disaster is coming, or you're going to make this mistake, or you're going to do that. And I wish we could, you know, <laughs> be very helpful because then you could prepare for it. But if you're preparing for the unknown, you need to cast a wider net of things that you are doing to prepare and not in a pessimist. I don't mean this in a pessimistic way. Like, oh my gosh, you always have to prepare for the worst because, you know, the wor sometimes you have to prepare for the best. Like what happens if all of a sudden I sign up three to four projects and I am just swamped with work? 
that's positive because I've got money coming in, I've got projects, but am I also now preparing for if that moment were to come? Am I preparing, you know, how I'm going to organize drawings, how I'm going to stay, you know, with submittals and, and meetings and how am I going to orchestrate all of that? And so by preparing for the future, it helps you, it helps me at least, and maybe this will help you not be so worried about what will happen. And I think also one other thing that I'm doing that isn't letting me be fearful of the future is giving myself even tasks and things to do that I know there's going to be slow periods. And when there's slow periods, what does that mean? I can work on other things that are going to help prepare me for, like, for example, you know, I don't have really a detail library right now. I know that once, you know, if things get slow, I can start working on some sort of details and preparing things and getting things ready. So if a project were to come and fall into my lap and to get a project, then I would already have something prepared. And that would always, you know, I'm like thinking one or two steps ahead. And so I feel like that really helps us with the unknown. Now, that's things I feel like you can kind of control, right? You can control how much effort, how much work you put towards something, but then there's a lot of things that you cannot control. And then, So obviously, there's those things that you cannot control, and one of those big things is your health. I mean, to a certain extent, yes, you can work out, you can eat healthy, but we do get sick, especially as we're older, illnesses come up. And without sharing too much, we have a, a close family member of ours who actually started chemotherapy this um, past week. And it has been, it came quick when we found out the information and by the time everything was set up to do chemotherapy for the surgeries, it was a lot. And that's kind of one of the reasons lately it's been a lot going on because, and why I'm grateful for having my own company is sometimes during the week I've had to, there's been other things around that that I have had to focus my energy on on that rather than going. So I can't imagine going to my old nine to five job knowing that X, Y, and Z needed to be taken care of because especially Jesse's got a lot going on right now. And so I have taken care of the household a lot. He's working like 80 to 90 hour weeks, which I won't get into de- details on that, but that's a lot. And so I have also, you know, now knowing that I have my own company, I can be there for him throughout the weekday where I wouldn't have been able to had I had my previous job. But that's kind of a tangent. So back to to the family member. And so unfortunately, we found out about this family member and it was definitely a shock, a, a shock and very unfortunate, unfortunate news. And that's some, you know, something like that, something like cancer, something that really makes you fearful of the future. You know, of course, modern technology, medicine has come so, so far, but there is still that, you know, will the chemo work? Will the surgery work? Will all of these things, you know, mean that the person will be cancer-free? And this means, you know, with many illnesses is, and not just cancer, but you know, there are treatments out there, but there's that fear of the future of the unknown. You know, we are we don't know if it's going to work out, if, if, if the treatment's going to work. And so that's kind of a situation, or that is a situation that is very different to, you know, being fearful of, I think, my company. And because and, for that one, I feel like I can prepare for this. And it's completely out of control, out of my control, out of the person, you know, who who is six control and even, you know, there is a sense of in that case of being fearful of the future, you have to trust 
trust the process, trust the universe, trust God or any higher being that you may have because at least that would be my advice. And that's kind of how a lot of us are coping in this situation right now is, you know, and the the person has been incredibly positive, which has been really, really amazing. And, you know, they've been saying, you know, this is just like a bump in the road and just staying super positive. And I think that has also helped the family and everybody involved know like, okay, let's look at this as this is a bump in the road and not let ourselves be too fearful of the future because we don't know what the future will hold. And, you know, of course, hopefully this person gets through everything and everything, you know, they're cured and we never have to go through this process again. But there is always that fear of of the future. And I guess my my advice if in that case, and just thinking about conversations we've had, you know, around what that future will hold is you just take it one day at a time, one step at a time. And that has been the most important and most crucial. It's been, you know, one chemotherapy session at a time. And taking it in those steps, just one day at a time, one week at a time, one procedure at a time. Has can really make it seem less daunting, I think, because the future, it's like how far out in the future are you going to be worried about? Because there's always going to be something that comes next. And so in a situation where I think, you know, you have a family or a friend member, family or friend who is not doing very well or, you know, does have a disease or, you know, unfortunately is, is not well, then putting it into more almost like bite-sized pieces because you can worry about the next procedure. You can worry about the next week, worry about the next day. And in that, that way, I think you're not giving so much energy and so much power to the future, which is future is just this unforced, like who knows? The future could be five years, 10 years, 20 years, one year, one month. That's all in the future. I think if you look at it on a smaller scale, it's only the next day or it's only, you know, till next week that will make it more i guess what i'm yeah i guess it would it just makes it more not tangible but yeah no way tangible because you know one day or a week is closer it's you know you'll get a result sooner i think that's what i'm yeah what you're looking for is a result or to find out okay so what will happen and by looking at it in smaller chunks it could even be take it hour by hour But I think day by day is really, or procedure by procedure, is what's going to help you even de-stress with a situation like this and allow you to not worry so much about this big unknown future. It brings it more to the present moment and it brings it more into more of what you think you may be able to control. Subconsciously, you may think that, but I think it allows you to it's going to happen sooner. See what I'm saying? I think I've explained this this well enough in a way because I think you can get caught up in the negativity and getting caught up in that negativity of is just not good for your mental health and physical health and your well-being and, and the other person's. So taking it day by day. And so that would be so that would be my advice is if you're going through something and that's the advice we've been we've been really taking and moving through this this time in our lives and not worrying too much about the future. And at least this is the approach I am definitely taking is we have to take it a day at a time, procedure at a time. And as we're getting more information, we can, you know, make more decisions and 
you know, have different sort of feelings. But of course, the future is unknown. We don't know what tomorrow will bring. We don't know what next week will bring, next year, next five years, 10 years, 20 years, 100 years. We don't have no idea. But knowing that we are in control of our present moment is very powerful. And so how we react, you know, there's that saying, I think it's, if something happens to you, and I'm probably going to butcher this, if something happens to you, you know, why stress about it if you should really focus on how you react to it? It's like reacting to the outside world. I didn't really say it right, but I'm sure you've heard it before, is you can change your reaction to something. You can't, you know, something's going to happen to you. There's no, you know, you can't do something about that. Um, if something is meant to happen or, you know, something in the future happens to you, it's how you react to it. And I think by doing that, by really focusing on how are you going to react to what this future thing will be, will help you focus in on the present moment and not let that future be in the unknown be so fearful. So no matter what you are going through right now, if there's some sort of fear you have of the future, of the outcome, just know that a few takeaways from this episode is, you know, life is a roller coaster. There's going to be ups and there's going to be downs. And what goes up must come down. <laughs> Got it right this time. And so just remember to let go and ride it out because if you are in a low point or you're worried about the future, there's going to be a low point. There's also in the future going to be a high point. And so don't stress too much about, you know, what are the possible things because it's make-believe. It's imagine. The future is not tangible. It's not a tangible thing. It's time and it's that's there's a whole, I'm sure we could go on a whole like psychological <laughs> tangent on that. But really just if you're feeling fearful of what will come next. No, there's nothing you can do. You know, it's out of your control what the future will do. But there are ways you can prepare. There are ways, there are things you can do in the present moment that, like I mentioned about, you know, right now I'm taking meetings with certain people, with contractors, with realtors, with, you know, consultants. Even though I may not be getting a job from them, I am creating this connection that will help me, that I'm like cultivating this connection for in the future. It may actually bring an outcome of some sorts. And so, really doing the work. If there is a way you want to prepare, prepare for whatever you think may happen, but don't get overstressed by preparing either. Like make sure you are being present in the moment. Like you can't be also thinking too much about the future because then you're not present, right? Same thing is about you can't be worried too much about what happened in the past. The past is the past. There was actually one thing that I read recently, which really made me feel better about, just on a quick tangent, about the past is if you are regretting a past mistake or something that you did in the past. And it's the quote I read was something along the lines of, you can't feel guilty or bad about something that happened in the past because in that moment, that was the knowledge that you had to make the decision. No matter what information you had, what you were feeling, that is what you felt was right in that moment. And you can't fault yourself because that was based on everything that you had in front of you, whatever it was going on, that was the decision you decided to go with. And you can't undo it. So don't worry about the past. Don't worry about the future. Be present in the moment and 
don't worry about too much stuff. I think that's a good reminder for myself, (laughs) more than anyone, is don't worry about the future. You can't control it. Yeah, I think so. Hopefully this episode has given you some thoughts, some ideas to think about, you know, how can you be less fearful of the future? I know it felt really therapeutic to sit down with you and talk everything out and really just remind myself too is like, can't control the future. You can just prepare as much as you can, but in the end, what's going to happen is what's going to happen, right? And, you know, it's, it is what it is and, you know, everything's going to be okay in the end. And I think if we just remember to be present and to not also, yeah, worry too much about the future. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of From the Honeycomb Podcast. I would love if you left a review and rated the episode. You can click the follow button so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes. You can follow me on Instagram at From the Honeycomb Podcast. You can also support the podcast through the patron link in the show notes. Your support makes more of From the Honeycomb Podcast episodes possible. There's also my monthly newsletter, which you can subscribe to, that comes out once a month where I share a personal message with you, also some intellectual architecture articles, a Vastu Shastra tip of the month, and we also have a book month. So that comes out every seventh of the month. Thank you so much and see you next Friday.